Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees included every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. 5G access requires capable device. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details. Hello everybody and welcome to a wee special podcast this week as there's no games to cover or review. Um, my name is Ryan Clifford. And today we're with Robert Boyle again. Robert, how you doing, my man? Hi, Ryan. How you doing? All good, mate. Hail, hail. Well, obviously, no games, as I say, there. So, a wee, can I, a wee look, a wee reminiscing of Rodgers' era in the Invincible season. Really, start off, mate, uh, your first kind of thoughts and when you heard about the news, uh, I, I can I gather him coming in. Um, just take it away with your first thought, mate. Ryan, well, I was in work and uh, we obviously heard Rogers was going to be announced. Um, and I was like, away at Christmas. I was like, wow, this is something really, really special. And I just said to the guy, what? I'm leaving early today, mate. I said, I've got to see Rogers in Dealing. And the guy was like, whatever, whatever. And I can remember, so excited, driving down to Celtic Park, couldn't get parked anywhere. The crowd was, at, the crowd was unbelievable, man, about 10,000 people. Had to park five minutes away, running up to Celtic Park. I was like, away at Christmas. The feeling <laughs> was, was unbelievable. And uh, brilliant, absolutely brilliant, mate. It was something that was a coup for us, really. It's, you know what I mean? As, as we can say, we're chatting before this, and I, I didn't realise it was even it was even happening because obviously I, I like a wee bit again, and it was, never, it was never on the list. I've never seen him on the list. It was just the blue, and I seen that there was rumours about him coming. I was kind of thinking to myself, why would he want to come here? But then I, I didn't realise he was actually a free agent. I, I, I didn't realise he didn't have a club. And then, because obviously I walked near Celtic Park, and I seen all the crowds, and I was like, what's, what's happening? And then obviously I seen Sky Sports News, Rogers was in with Celtic, I'm like, you're joking. It was like... Well, you heard, you heard the rumours, obviously, when... 
the, the final against Rangers and stuff and uh, meant to be their directors was getting Desmond a bit of abuse and the director's books at Hamden and the rumours was going about that he said blah 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 I've never seen this in my time again get me Brendan Rodgers that was a rumour obviously after we signed him and we heard these rumours that's what's happened so I think sometimes like with things like that happening that propels you to push that wee bit further to go and get a guy like him you know what I mean aye uh, because obviously end of that it was the same for anyone and I think we were very poor that day, and I think that was the last sofa dialer. Yeah. Um, very it was just, as you say, you've told me about the rumours, and if that's the case, then fair play to the board because it was an absolute masterstroke. It's something I've never seen before, and obviously, now we've seen the success we've had, and we're going to get the best out of Brendan Rogers. Yeah, I think it's going to be a massive signing for the club. Yeah. What was going to come? Obviously, when the league, you might have thought right, brilliant. But what we uh, done that year was to start off with that. You thought just getting him was yeah. unbelievable, but the success we had was phenomenal. It was a lift that gave the club, the fan base, everything. It just, it was just unbelievable. The the buzz around the place was like something you've not seen from Martin O'Neill's era. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Definitely, really, really that excitement that everybody. Had thought, wow, how did we manage to get him? And it just reminded me a wee boy going back to Martin O'Neill mm-hmm. when we got him in. You just sometimes you can just tell something special is ready to happen. And I, that was the feeling we got with Brendan Rogers, the same feeling I got with Martin O'Neill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just kind of able to tell these things, you know what I mean? It was definitely a, a buzz because it's, I think all the fans just couldn't believe it. And there's another 10,000 or something and a run from or something. Uh, I mean, I, I've never, obviously you get that abroad for like Real Madrid play, uh, players and Barcelona, all the fans are there for all the big major signings, but for a manager, man, I've, I've never seen in British football, or, 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 I, I can't remember it because it's never actually been out there in the, in the, in the media. As you say, Ryan, if probably they were going to, if they'd say, oh, Brendan Rodgers will get paraded in two days for now, mm-hmm. who's to say the stadium wouldn't have been full? Know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. like that day, boom, he's getting announced at five o'clock tonight or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Um, and everybody was just like, I'm mad rush to bloody and get him to work or see it, you know what I mean? Get to it. Because it was the fact that it was kept quiet. I, I didn't mm-hmm. hear anything, and then all of a sudden you've got the papers saying, Ah, he's signing them. Wow, that's, I generally couldn't believe it. And then obviously when they came in, Right away, you're thinking, right, who we signing, blah, blah, blah. But right away, I just, it's the same situation we've had the last few years. And as soon as they came in, and that was a year we just came up on it. Yeah, every paper. They were going to run your mark, they were going to do this. Every paper was Rangers are back, Rangers are going to do this. And then you'd own um, all the pundits and super scoreboard, Rangers, Rangers, and what. Where are you pulling this for you? How can you. Again, I don't know if I have to cause we are biased Celtic fans or people think that pundits or papers are biased to the other side, but I, I'm like, we're just putting our minds like this. How can you say that they're going to come up and challenge us after we've... It was it's similar to what's happening in the new, in the, in the kind of past, in the future of the new. And for me, I was just a big kind of eye-opener that I was like, I can't believe... Obviously, looking back now... 
it'd be ridiculous what they were talking about because we're talking about being just running doubles. No, I can remember when Tony Barton's coming up here to take Scott Green's mantle, he was going to run a mock. <laughs> Rangers were back, they proved to us in the semi final that we are crap or this or that. So, as you say, you're right, the papers and everybody, it was like, oh, this is going to be Rangers are going to topple Celtic first season back in the league and all this garbage that they were coming away with. But I thought Dermot Desmond put a statement out we're going and getting him, you know what I mean? Oh, right definitely. Um, I was a massive statement because wasn't just that, it was on big money share, I think it was on four grand a year, uh, four grand a week. Two million per year. So when I heard was, he was in two point five million a year, and if he goes into the Champions League, he went up to three point five million, which is for Scottish football is fucking incredible. So his first season, he would have been on top dollar and a half million, three and a half million, which is about fifty odd grand, sixty grand a week. Did you show you the board must have went, nah, this can't slip. We can't let basically the best team in Glasgow, basically. So. And then obviously he came in and signs like Sinclair. What I just—I'm talking about him first. The impact he had for me was—it's—I've um, never seen a player like that. The impact he came in his first season, that season, it was unbelievable. Everything he touched was just magic. It was as he song, beautiful, magical. It was just unbelievable. It was phenomenal. A wee fact on Sinclair. He's the first player, I think, since Jimmy McGrory to score six goals in his first six games for Celtic. As you say, Ryan, he gave us power, he gave us pace, he just gave us that attacking option. As I look back on it, Brendan Rodgers says that Griffiths had scored 40 goals the season before, but he says it was too much of a burden to put him on to go and score 40 goals. Mm-hmm. So he brings in Moussa, he brings in Sinclair. And I'll go to a couple of wee things how we scored the goals went there that season. Mm-hmm. Um, Sinclair, 50 appearances, 25 goals. Dembele, 49 appearances, 32 goals. Griffiths, 38 appearances, 18 goals. Armstrong, 47 appearances, 12 goals. So he started spreading goals throughout the full oh, team. Yeah, the it wasn't just relying on your strikers, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which I thought was what we really needed, you know what I mean? And it was obviously... We'll talk about other signings, but for me, I was with Sinclair. And for me, it's for four million pounds, man. I was like, why a signing, man? Even before he came, I was like, he's playing. Who was he playing with? Was it Man City? Arsenal Valley get there, like Sorry, that's Villa. And I suppose the Villa fans were excelling, like, I'm like, if he should be able to come up here and, and do well. Four million pounds a lot of money, so the board must have trusted him on this side because he knew, he knew for previous. He had him, he had him in every, he had him with Chelsea, had him with Swansea, and that so you knew exactly what he was getting him. Um, you know what I mean? For four million pound again, it was his impact, and then his, the first game against Hearts, I just kicked it all after it. It's just one. He came off the bench, didn't he? And we Griffiths went pelting down the line and whipped the ball right across to him. What a pass it was, and it just. Buried it for then, and you just you could just tell the guy's face when they scored that goal that the delight that he's probably had. So, this is what I want to be, you know what I mean? Sure. It was, right. I'm sure that game it was quite tight. That game, it was one eight months. Um, you remember, right? Um, we Forrest scored a cracker, mm-hmm. um, Armstrong laid it after him, he curled in the bottom left hand corner, and then 
Jamie Walker takes a dive in the box. Kieran Tierney goes to clear the ball, pulls his foot away. Jamie Walker falls. And wait, I tell you this one, John Deacon was the referee, two yards away from it, pointed yeah. to the spot. That's <laughs> a surprise, isn't it? Really, uh, isn't it? I mean, that's going to be back to 2016-17 season, John Deacon was at it. You know what I mean? One of the start his, his uh, penalties, shall we say. Mm, and then obviously, yep. it was Saint Sinclair, then Toure, De Vries, Kouassi, Gamboa came on as well. And uh, the experience for Toure, I thought, I know, I know he kind of faded later on in the season, but the experience came in, you seen it right away that I know he, I think he made a mistake in Europe, but we got back, and I think that was the only really game he had a bad game until after that, he kind of faded, but I thought the, the experience, again, it worked with Rogers, so Rogers knew what he was getting. It wasn't like he was signing an unknown, and the experience that guy hadn't come in after a kind of bad spell we had towards the end of the season. I thought it was brilliant management for Rogers. Aye, Toure was brilliant. You wish you had him a cut a year, obviously younger than what he was, but really, really good that you can speak to obviously young guys like Tierney and stuff like that in the team and help Scott Brown because obviously Brown was the captain, but Sometimes you need a leader off throughout the team, and that mm-hmm. it helped him. It helps via Chenko and stuff like that. You know what I mean with Toure and that. I he was a great addition because he was a talker on the part, and as you say, he's never got a full season or whatever. But I thought I again Rogers management just bringing experience in just to help people. You know what I mean? And Talk then, people through games and stuff. Obviously, the belly came in. There's a lot of been talking about him because that guy. Yeah, I think after the first five games, I was like, he's. He's not going to be here any longer because he was superb, man. Big, strong, quick. Obviously, there was a few games you looked at him and you thought, he's lazy. So, a bit similar to what Eduardo knew, but then he was just saying something like, that guy's a fucking machine, man. If you remember right, but he wasn't a starter till the Rangers mm-hmm. game, really. That's right, aye. Because Griffiths got injured in training, mm-hmm. and then we go to the Rangers game. He just stepped up to the plate with the most perfect hat trick. Scored with his head, scored with his right, and then scored with his left. You know what I mean? Can't get any better than that. And I, I think as you, as we spoke before, Rangers, all the hype is on Rangers. We're going Joey Barton. Barton. Joey Barton, Cranshaw, uh, all the guys, we're all talking. These guys are coming up for the English Premier League to run a riot, riot and they're going to do this, and they're going to do that. Uh, yes, that was a big talk, wasn't it? And then we just absolutely annihilated them, and it was. It could have been seven or eight, but it could have been more than five, because we were unbelievable. We were on five, one up about 65 minutes or something. And Joey Barton ended up going back into defence because Sendros <laughs> got sent off, and they were all they were ragged to I think so, like, kind of felt sorry for them at the end up, you know what I mean? I think it was about 70 minutes, 68 minutes or something. Like, just <laughs> damaged them enough in it, you know what I mean? Just play football with them now. Definitely, because for me, I was that game, it probably, again, like Edward scored a 3 2. And kind of years past that, and then the belly, it was again, kind of. That's him saying, basically, I'm the man, this is me here now, I'm announced myself, and. Yeah, I it, was the first, it was the first half at no fun game since uh, Harry Hood. Harry Hood, aye. 73, so. He's just a big game player, the guy, wasn't he? Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Brilliant. And then. But, uh, 
you had Rogers come in and you, you guys were the real Armstrong, Tierney, Brown, McGregor improved on him because Brown was. Every one of them have improved. Forrest a lot, mate. You look at what he does with the players. Craig Gordon, even, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He improved every one of them. And um, at the start, I listened to Brownie's interview and stuff, and Brownie says he came in, he says I spoke to him and that, and uh, he says he had them double sessions. So they done a big session in the morning. Mm-hmm. They went to a hotel for a couple of hours, and then went back into four o'clock and done another session. That was the fuller pre-season he done that with him. Two two sessions, um, every single day to get him into peak sharpness. And just show the standards he had then. It's uh, obviously, can I see what they were building? He, as you say, you can sense something was brewing and it was happening. At the time, you probably check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now forty to sixty percent off, and women's boots and shoes to finish the look fifty to sixty percent off, and upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart collection. Now sixty five percent off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And beat off the Lincoln Red Imps. Yeah, I think this is a total disaster. What the fuck's happening? But it was probably the best thing that happened to us because he sampled defeat and for to respond to how we did after that was unbelievable. You know what I mean? Might as well with the Red Imps. It wasn't like it was a it was a poor teammate. We had with a song with a fucking full buff, is it? It was um, a thirty-five degree. Um, fucking the part was about twenty year old. Um, Asta Grass Park. Um, but what Roger says is that that gave me what the mentality of the players was. Mm-hmm. Then I could start to sense what the mentality and what I can get with players and who's going to react to it. You know what I mean? So 90% of them did react to it really, really well. And probably that we early setback right away made us such a good team after that. You know? I can obviously. Right after that. Because obviously guys like Yosefsky's um, not there, they were binned. Ah, exactly, exactly. You're saying I didn't do, you know what I mean? Um, and then we scalped them 3-0 at home, and then for then, it just started, the ball just started rolling, didn't it? Obviously, they're talking about Europe. Obviously, with Asana, that was a tough game. The Shadow Asana, that Astro Park, it's always going to be hard to play against, no matter who you are, and then... One each, two one, then under the kind of last stage of the playoffs, hit it with a shiver, and Griffiths goes that free kick, and you're thinking oh, the game at home, the game at home, the five two was brilliant. Celtic were absolutely excellent. I could probably scored about seven or eight that day, and Griffiths is free kick, world class. You do that against anybody, it's world class. You know what I mean? It was phenomenal. I just remember that in the stadium, and the feel good factor. Was Obviously, the momentum starting to kick in. Everybody's buzzing to be back. It was brilliant, mate. It was, you could just tell we, we could actually get to the group stages here. You know what I mean? 
And then obviously we did, and we just glad back Barcelona and City. Well, anytime we qualify for any tournament, it's the same as this season. We always get hard groups, man. But uh, we test ourselves against, and again, yep. to be fair, Rogers, we were unlucky. Man City two draws. Gladbach, we were brilliant away from home. Don't be wrong, they absolutely they were one of the best teams I've seen us play against at home. I thought they were brilliant. They passed us yeah. I thought I, I always feel the German fans are brilliant at Celtic Park. I know they bring mm. some atmosphere because the atmosphere at that game was brilliant. Celtic fans and the German fans, it was brilliant. But they were they were really impressive at the time at Celtic Park. I was like, oh, they looked like they were fucking the world champions. They were uh, European uh, champions that day. They were just so good, weren't they? I can always remember. I think even my dad picked up on them. I think he saw there the it was the captain's Sindel. Last Sindel. He was Brilliant. super, man. Oh, he, he ran the show. He didn't take the game, didn't he? He ran the show that day. Aye, really, really, really yeah. good player. And I think that's when you saw... There were no mugs, weren't they? There were no yeah. mugs, let's be honest. Yeah, I think we kind of didn't really... How do you say? Didn't really know what they were like. You didn't understand what team we were getting. Because obviously, yeah. football, I don't, I, I've obviously watched the big games, but they came and absolutely annihilated us. I know I ain't too often farted us, to be fair, that day. Aye. We were two yards off on that full day, but they were a classy German team, to be honest, you know what I And obviously, <laughs> Barcelona, if you home, that was just... Again, you can talk about that, and Rodgers sometimes, his tactics in Europe did let us do that, I think, but again, you've seen him uh-huh. left on now. Is it because we just didn't have the players to go with his tactics? I want As Rodgers wanted to go to the tour with the European <laughs> Heavyweights in your front right, Rogers. Sometimes you need to be a wee bit fucking like better here than this stuff, you know what I mean? You need to kind of try and maybe count an attack. He was trying to just go gung ho with him, you know what I mean? But Barcelona can do that to anybody in the days you've seen, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> just when they're in the mood like that, and everything hit, hit the net really, didn't it? So you're just, I suppose, they can do that to Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Man United, anybody you want. And you've seen all the big European teams doing it. You know what I mean? You've seen that last last year when Bayern done it to Barca. You know what I mean? Or in the soil. Aye, so who was that? 8-2, I think. Oh, thanks. That one's a bell, aye. 8-2, 8-3. Aye. Absolutely annihilating. So, let's be honest. On their day, the big hitters can do that to anything. Oh, Better definitely. than us. So, that's the way you've just... Sometimes you've just got to take me ones in the chin, mate. It was a 2, I think it was a... Obviously, McGregor missed the penalty if he home. If he won that, he might have qualified for even the Open League. But it was probably two games against my side. But probably the game at home, we were brilliant. We didn't make two goals to Dembele. We were absolutely... That's one of the, I think, the atmosphere as well. It was, uh, again, yeah. I know it was only three each. You know why we really celebrate a draw, but that's when Man City were kind of peak Man City, starting to spend all sorts of money and Guardiola was coming in and... It was brilliant, you say, as you say, you said something. I know we didn't Man City had won every game up to the point of us. Remember, they were shouting, oh, they're going to win the Premier League mm-hmm. with so many points and all this. And they steamrolled everybody in the Premier League. And we came up against them and we knocked them after strike. You know what <laughs> I mean? Which is some achievement under Guardiola, the money he'd spent and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. It was just, I think that was a game when the very maybe announced itself in the European stage and people started to take note of. We have actually got, even now in the current crop, we've actually got guys who can step up. 
But because they play in Scotland, they're kind of looked upon as ah, Scotland, SPL, shite. Uh, that's the English mentality for you, Rang. I mean. I know no, all English fans are like that, but the mainstream media and the higher kind of aspects uh, of media, they all think we are, we are shite. Uh, that's, that's it. But as, as it says, that opened their eyes a wee bit again. You know what I mean? Every time we've played an English team in Europe, we've always competed or beat them. You know what I mean? They've never, they've never been steamrolled off any English team, ever. Do I can remember all the years I've fucking been at the game just supposed to that. More recent anyway, I've known it, known it half my heat, I can't remember. I remember getting into Blackburn and all that, knocking them out the old day. If I cut Blackburn, we're a really good team at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Aye. We've beat all the English teams. You know what I mean? So, there's nothing to be fearful in that sense. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. I suppose, it's... The only thing is the money's getting meld and meld in there. Aye. I think that's the only difference nowadays. Just try to keep up with that sense of it, you know what I mean? But then, as you say, teams like Barcelona and Man City, on their day, they can do that to you. And I think we were, to what I say, we got lucky, but they only got one big heavy defeat. We've done all right, considering only only three points in the group. If you looked at the actual games, we did compete in a way. Yep. Aye, well, that's it. It's, as you say, it's one of the toughest groups you've ever got. You know what I mean? And then, obviously, November, we beat Aberdeen in the League Cup. Rogic and Bailey. And uh, Forrest, it was a hundredth trophy for the Cup and another milestone and yet another successful season. We didn't know yet what was going to happen, but it was a uh, successful start of what was going to be a rollercoaster season for us. Oh, it was amazing that just won in the League Cup and get the first trophy. And I remember the Green Brigade's big display. It was 100 in gold, with the green and white and all that mm-hmm. about it. And so that just, at the game, that just gives you a buzz. Seeing that, it was a bit, obviously, putting 100 out before we even won it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it probably inspired the players more. And Rogers has probably drummed into them. Like, you just need to go out and win that now. You know what I mean? Which was, aye, that was the start of it, wasn't it? As you say, it's good to start. You start with a trophy and then it kind of gives you a, a bit of momentum. Even if you're not really doing well in the league, the right trophy in the bag, they can start to kind of push on me and I think we did that. And then obviously, that was about confidence, as you know, Dan. It's breeding confidence, you know what I mean? And then obviously, December Rodgers would want another record. We a lot of records that season. Unbeaten run of the season, the Celtic manager in the 19th match. Hamilton, again, after Neil was the last one we done that in 18 games when he was in charge and then we done 19 with Rodgers and as you say we're doing that I, mean, I don't think stuff like that actually gets highlighted enough I don't know if it's because we did go invincible but to go to December unbeaten is phenomenal man I, mean, I know we go all seasons kind of unbelievable especially, especially with us coming in the Champions League at the time and all right and there's nobody else really in Europe you know what I mean They're, having it today you know obviously you're Aberdeen and Rangers really I think Aberdeen get knocked out quite early you know what I mean so we were playing mad games and coming back and trying to play after Europe and still gone unbeaten you know what I mean mm-hmm. I think we only do four games the whole season um, and won the rest you know what I mean and then I think December was probably a big month for us because then obviously beat, uh, beat Ross County at home and we went a full basically a full half a season Without conceding, uh, without a domestic defeat, sorry, at Parkhead, which is, that's brilliant. That's, uh, basically, and it was an entire year, 2016, without a defeat at Parkhead. That's, 
Again, all the talking, 
who's in the papers and then we'll have, when do you ever see ever since Rogers came in obviously in Ruby Lennon you don't never really see Serpos ever talking to the press anymore no, no, I never no, really no. see it in the papers ever since Tyler Tyler we had what Johansson we're going to beat Mulder and then we get absolutely bumped off him never really see that anymore for Serpos and I thought Rangers again with the pundits saying we were the league and I think the Rangers fans and moving like the fans, the players but went into that hype and they were talking about yeah. it. The victories at Ibrox, the victories at Ibrox, sorry, before the windy maybe just kind of cooled that a wee bit and they thought, right here, we need to, we need to do something here. Really big to, to beat this team. Yeah, uh, it, it just, it was, as you say, it was to go right through to December and you're, you're just trying to take it one thing, one thing, and you're going right, to just get the, the results in. But we just seemed to get better and better as the season went on, you know what I mean? And everybody just started coming into the rain, you know what I mean? Everybody was scoring through where they part. Again, Rogic scored something like 13 or 12 goals that season, mm-hmm. I know. So if somebody was out injured or somebody was playing, somebody else came in and just done the exact same job, you know what I mean? Which they were all flying in all cylinders. Paddy Robertson, one wing. Then you had Forrest in the other wing and you had Sinclair. I mean, the attacking threat we had was just scary at times, you know what I mean? Sometimes you were like, turn teams to shreds, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It was something slightly too, not too easy, but you're going, we can absolutely annihilate some of these teams here, you know what I mean? As you were saying, teams, we were just kind of steamroll teams and you were kind of expecting, you were, is it three today, is it four, is it five? Because you knew... Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. T-Mobile has been building America's largest 5G network for this epic 5G moment. Introducing the new iPhone 12 Pro. Now at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Download, upload, and game at 5G speed in more places. Unleash the power of iPhone 12 Pro with T-Mobile. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. In the parks, that it was just as you say, Sinclair, Roberts, Forrest. Right, there you go. Forrest, Sinclair, and Roberts. Three out and out winners. Superb, man. Absolutely. As you say, Sinclair's goals that year. Roberts, Roberts was always a star, but he still played a lot of games. Forrest again came in, chipped in with goals and assists, and as you say, it was from all angles. Every bit of the team was. I think with Robert said it made Forrest a much better player, you know what I mean? It made him mm-hmm. step up to the plate a wee bit more and off, you know what I mean? Was it no? I don't know if it was Rogers. I don't know if you, if you ever heard this, but I suppose um, you might Forrest got a lot of hamstring injuries. Was it Rogers who told him to move closer? Obviously, Dyer said to me say that. I can't, unless I'm totally, it was a lot of feet I heard, but sport, somebody said to me that because Forrest kept getting hamstring injuries, that he got told. Them, so he, so he Again, I don't know if that's true, but... It's probably true because he, did, he used to get hamstring injuries quite regular and then 
Så det frigör det ja. Får det spela i vänt. I just think they just they just gave everybody that belief. They just gave everybody the coaching staff and all that they brought in. They just took everybody to a new level. You know what I mean? Um, it's just brilliant. It was absolutely enjoyable. I mean, we were buzzing for the next game every time. Just going to sell it part or whether it be away from home and even in Europe. We hadn't been in the Champions League in a few years, you know what I mean? So just even to get back into the Champions League, the buzz about the place to hear the Champions League music that we all love, you know what I mean? It's just brilliant, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you know how hard that is to get into the Champions League now, you know what I mean? Oh, especially now. It's very, very hard. Um, but as you say, the Champions League, all that unbeaten running, it was something that... Even me as a fan, I was like, is this actually happening? I, I was like, is this actually happening here? Is you brought in guys like we brought in, I'm like, fucking hell, this is we're actually a very, very good team here. And I don't think we get I think the first year because we'd be done. Even the second year when he was there, I actually don't think we get enough credit for what we've done or what for what he's done. No. I know he left. That's really what we're going to talk about in this, but I don't think Rogers actually gets the accolades that he, or the credit that he deserves. Uh, well, he struck the full club back there, didn't he? He's changed all the youth setup. He's made the youth setup the exact same as the first team. Sports science was a big thing with him and all that. Mm-hmm. He used to take the young boys in and like, have pep talk for the youth team and all that. I heard all that stuff that he'd done. Um, used to tell them what to aspire to. And, what players to look up to and do all that side of it, you know what I mean? So it wasn't just about the first team, it was about coming through generations mm-hmm. of players that we kind of come through. And I think if he maybe stayed there four or five years, then he created something absolutely phenomenal. You know what I mean? Not that he didn't, but mm-hmm. I think he's really, really done something special. You know what I mean? Oh, I generally think if he was, if he was sort of, I generally think that Rangers would be gone. Uh, we would have done and we would have kind of implemented again would have been I think 10 obviously in the whole season I think 10 would have been a certainty if he was here I, I said that for the start of the game the Premier League mm-hmm. the flying you know what I mean so yeah, whether people don't dislike him now or whatever you can't take away from what he actually is as a manager and what he done for your club you know what I mean Oh, so, absolutely, absolutely, mate. And then March again, obviously, with a bit of kind of mother only low points this season with the dead Rover Rangers. Um, but again, still unbeaten, and it was brilliant. Um, basically, I was 22 games, it was in a row of victories. It was before that, and then we drew, it was, it was superb. Just even I know we're unbeaten. You want to kind of continue that, and obviously Rangers game, you're, you're thinking just won the game, but it was good to actually to maybe see the team after that, how we reacted, and we just continued for strength, for strength. I know it was... You went to Dubai after that, didn't you? Aye. Um, 
And he liked that, got to Dubai and getting them refreshed and a bit of sun because it's a lot for players, you know what I mean? Probably a lot of them are probably carrying niggles and stuff there in December and that and all the amount of games they're playing on heavy parks at like St Johnston and Motherwell and that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The parts cut up and stuff and they've come back to Europe to then play in the league. So you just got to take your heart after the players, you know what I mean? For oh, still being able to not get beat, you know what I mean? Remember the one at Motherwell, we won 4-3, we all getting beat 3-2. Mm-hmm. Aye. That was phenomenal. That was just the fighting spirit of the team that year. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember that. See, I can remember we were, we were, I think we were 3-2 doing it at a point. We were 3-2, didn't it? And I, had, I think I, I had money in I think we were 41. And I'm playing, I'm flat. I think we 10 minutes to go or something, I'm flat. 10 minutes, I'm flat. No way, take him in. That was a game where... We might have lost that game the year before, and I think the mentality of the team well, was... Well, I think they doing stuff, but just with the fitness and that, and the determination not to let that unbeaten run go was just... Everybody was just... You probably believed it more in that year than any other year. Mm-hmm. We were always famous for scoring last-minute winners and stuff like that, but to be free to do my 10 minutes to go, as you say, is some achievement to come back and win four games. Oh, you know definitely. It's not a well some game that day, you know what I mean? And then, obviously, we beat Hearts 5 and off at home, and it was the earliest the league was won in, I think, 88 years. <laughs> so, 88 games to go, that's absolutely brilliant. And I think that's so something that would actually ever dream of happening. We've won the game maybe four or five games to go, but the fact that we were still unbeaten at that point as well, that's unbelievable. And for me, seeing that was... Again, you can talk about it all day because it was it was a joy to see, as you say. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Football was brilliant and all, wasn't it? It was fast-flowing football. Obviously, a lot of possession, but when we did get going forward with the ball, we were staying at the pace and power and brilliant. That I mean, teams just couldn't cope with it. Oh, especially in Scotland. As you say, you were turning up to games thinking, is it three, is it four? See when you can when you get a goal on it, oh, it's only a goal. We'll come back and score two. It was that was the attitude that we had to no matter what you do. Confidence in us. I've brought down a few of these stats on that season, mate. Um hundred six points, highest ever in the Scottish League. Thirty four league wins. Highest beating the previous record of thirty three. Um, only four draws, 47 games that season unbeaten, 106 goals scored. And then, obviously, there's other wee stats, and I've already mentioned about Sinclair and Billy Griffiths, Armstrong, and stuff like that, about their goal scoring records that season. You know what I mean? It was, it was all records broke, where... As you say, they've also broke murder uh, records, but that season was just. Even guys like, as you say, Big Eric. In the back, you had Simonovic, Boyata. I always thought Big Eric was underrated. I liked the big guy. I thought he uh, was. That was maybe, the, I don't know if, it's maybe the most comfortable as we've been defensively. We looked yeah. solid, we looked like Tierney and Nato, and Boss's big Jojo is neat. Boss's mistake was letting um, Fiachenko go. Um, obviously, made a few mistakes, and we've just seen him every day. But he then tries to bring in Jack Henry to replace him and the boy Compere. Aye. And 
Sviachenko was better than the two of them put together, and I think that was one of his mistakes that he maybe got wrong with him. You know what I mean? Because I liked Sviachenko. He was a bit slow, Sviachenko, but he was a very good leader, I gave. You know what I mean? If, yeah, it's good to the end of the night. If you felt as well, he knew he, he bought into the club. Aye, yeah. He's yep. all talking to himself all the time, and that's the guys you want in your cup. Aye, somebody, exactly as she says, it's, it means something to him. You know what I mean? Mm. They don't start out yeah. Celtic fans like Lustig, but it becomes part of them. You know what I mean? As you say, um, but Lustig, again, that season again, I thought he was superb, and I know he's away now, but if he was a brown seven for the club in that season, he was brown at right back. Outstanding. Honestly, to get him for nothing after losing blood, what, about six, seven years, I think he gave his service, was just a masterstroke, you know what I mean? He was probably eight and nine out of ten nice games, you know what I mean? Brilliant, mm-hmm. and as you said, absolutely loved the club, but out with that, he was a great player, I thought. A really, really good player, you know what I mean? I think defended the attack. And score the odd goal. I, mean. I think now we're maybe realising how good he actually was. Aye. His leadership's lacking in the current Celtic team. Aye. Because you know I mean? obviously now we've got Frimpong and Hammond. I like, I like Hammond right back, but when you look at Frimpong, John Ford, he's good defensively. So you look at Lustig now and you're thinking he was actually really good. Aye. And he could slot into centre half as well if need be listed, you know what I mean? And he gave you I think his muscles just gone a wee bit, you know what I mean? And he gave you a good attacking force as well. You've seen him Aberdeen game go to Aberdeen or that. He was good going forward as well. He gave uh, the winger a bit of support. He got two hip operations in his both hips, which I think kind of slowed him down later on. I don't know that. Aye, two hip operations he got. Um, but to even still play on for all the years where it's obviously must have been a terrible, terrible thing, man. So your hips is the way your movement comes through your legs. But I brilliant player, absolutely brilliant. And, and I think Rogers took him to another level and all, you know what I mean? And then the guys, as I say, is about Bayata and we're talking about the defence. Now you've got Iron Julian. I like you too, but Bayata, again, when you look back now, Bayata was actually all right defensively. Aye, it's good. It was good for him. Rogers brought him in again, like gave him a bit of confidence, got him into the team and started getting him playing. He was brilliant under Rogers, you know what I mean? Again, he must just give guys so much confidence and just obviously his man to man management for him, I think, must be really, really good, you know what I mean? Aye, his management obviously must be because the amount of somebody players improved as uh, yeah. they players are a diver to then six months later. To go 15-20% better. You know what I mean? And then obviously, beat Rangers 5-1 at home and they're sorry, Ibrox, sorry. I had a 5-1 game at Ibrox. And Ibrox, unbelievable. For me, I can remember, I wasn't at the game, but I can remember watching it and I was like, ah. but that was a game that could have been more than 5 again. 5-5. Griffiths no hit the bar on that game. Aye, it's, it's, because Sinclair missed, missed, missed a chance as well. Uh, we could talk about that game all day because we were absolutely brilliant. I, 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 I think it go for Lustig. <laughs> I think, honestly, if I remember right, it was about 62 minutes and I must have been on about 20,000 the same way. Honestly, they just piled out, man, in their thousands, man. They were just absolutely pig sick and see that sell it in that day. 
best atmosphere ever at Ibrox, man. It was rocking for 94 minutes or something. Brilliant. Best, best I think that was a day where I think the, I think the pundits, the media, mm. Rangers players, realise and the fans, fuck man, we are right up against this year. There's no chance we're going to come back this year. Or even there's a lot to catch up on. I think the Hinks, North Rangers brought in Big Pedro and it didn't go, didn't go much cop, did it? No, I didn't. I'll give me cunts behind a bush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. Carnival, unbelievable, but that game for me, it was, as you say, I wish I was there because I was having a party in the house, so I mind at a game and I can mind every game, you were, you were, you were laughing and I mean, like, that's unbelievable. Like, I've, never seen, I've never seen a team throw up to Ibrox. Obviously, we're new, you've won it on Eagles teams and that and you won games, but no, it's never as easily as that since I've been a Celtic fan. Uh, I was yeah. younger on Eagles, so I can't remember too much. It's as good as the teams I know come up against that Rangers team, but at the end of the day, you've just got to beat who's in front of you. That's no Rodgers' fault. You know what I mean? It was just the way we won the game, but it was, it was, it was ease. Guys like Armstrong, Sinclair, Griffiths. I was, what if, I would have finished that with him. And I, again, I don't think that just talked about again because I guess the game, then we're blaming the goalkeeper. How can a goalie save that? I know, absolute belt of it. It was, I, again, mate, that season, Griffiths made it on. Oh. Worst next maybe run through the defence. What's that goal, mate? <laughs> That's a fucking way back. I know, I know. I know. You'd have thought it was Danny Alves running that, wouldn't you? <laughs> As you say, mate, I'd love to be there for the fans because it's just unbelievable. Again, it's, I think it's probably good to see the hut on the Rangers fans as well as I sell it. Really good, because I'd been there so many times and they fuckers had fucking turned us there and it's absolute spewing, man. So to go there under Rogers with the confidence knowing that you're probably turning them there and to do that 5 one was just stuff of dreams, you know what I mean? Just to see them piling out and just getting them absolutely dogs abuse as we do, you know what I mean? It was good today. You know I mean? Obviously, the end of the season awards, the two of the awards, Sinclair, player of the year, Tierney, young player of the year, Rogers, manager of the year, Dembele, goal of the season, and then the other guys, the, the team of the year, basically. And was, exactly. Uh, yeah. Sinclair, Armstrong and Lustig won the, in the shop round. Again, who really spoke about shop round? Suppose he was finished. Aye. Uh, he just changed him, didn't he? And again... He was saying he played about 50, he played 54 games that season. Amazing. That was one of Brown's best seasons. He's had yeah. a right few good seasons, but he was brilliant that time. I think the full fact that Joey Barton cannot gain at the big myth and all that, I know that Brown's like, you know what, we'll see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, he done his talking on the park, and Barton was in the paper every other day. I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this. <laughs> you remember the 5 1 game? 50 50, right up there. Won the heater, that set the tone for the full game that day. You know what I mean? And then obviously, we beat Hearts, and that was us kind of unbeaten in the league. 38 games without losing a game, that's just it's unbelievable. 
we can look at all the facts and look at all the stats and just to be alive to go unbeaten. I don't know if she Arsenal doing it and you don't realise how much mentally and physically for players to do that. That's, it doesn't matter what level you're playing at, that's unbelievable. You, I can't say any other words to it. It's staggering. It's an achievement you'll probably never see again and that's, that's what it is. Aye. It's just... It's, it's so hard to do that in a season, as you say, you know what I mean? And you need to ride a wee bit of luck sometimes with getting injuries and stuff like that, but just the players, when we were players were getting injured, lads were coming in and doing the exact same job, lawyer the park, and it was just a team of leaders, I know, you know what I mean? They created all these leaders of the team, and everybody wanted, we're all singing off the same hymn sheet, everybody wanted to be there, to fight for it. You just mm-hmm. refresh the whole place, you know what I mean, after dialogue, because if you remember dialogue, then he's either got a bit predictable in that, bar mm-hmm. the last game of the season where we won 7-1 against Motherwell, but it was as if people suss dialogue out and he's put the players on the, obviously playing for them anywhere at that time, just to be refreshed and everything that Rodgers broke to the club, you know what I mean? As you, it was, as most managers and any work of life is, is, is in jobs, it's kind of it's still like a shelf life. And I think Dial is was just yeah. coming to the end. The players were just running ideas, and again, a few fans that season he left. We were talking about the league. I was in danger. Aberdeen, I'm flat. It's never in danger. Aberdeen won in the winter league. It was media driven again. Pundits, fucking everything's media driven in this country. And again, it's I know it's a job, so I've got to do it and. But again, sometimes the highlight stuff that doesn't need highlighted. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, we won the league with 30 points. <laughs> it's just, I think it was the second largest point, so between first and second in a long time. So, Aberdeen finished second that year, I know, didn't they? 30 points ahead of them. That's unbelievable. That's, for me, at any, at any level, man, that's. Right. So far ahead to every other team, it was, it was a joy to watch, man. It was. It just shows you how high a standard they set that mm-hmm. he didn't let it drop that full season. Probably still doing the double sessions, probably all throughout the season, you know what I mean? Just to get everybody in that peak condition. And I think that's modern football is. Players should be doing double sessions every day. I don't care if it's. They are called juniors. I just mm-hmm. feel if you're playing at any sort of level at that, where obviously even if it's junior, you should be double sessions if you can do it. Obviously, some guys need to work, but mm-hmm. that should, should be their job. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, they're getting paid yeah, to do yeah. it. You know what I mean? So they should be doing it. And then obviously getting to the the most probably historic goals I've ever seen this rebel uh, Rogic. Obviously, Armstrong scored, and it's, I think Aberdeen scored, and then we scored a, a minute later. And I think it can I hate it about the post, man. I can say it. Goal for Rogic, man. I think no matter what he ever does for us, Aye. if it's shite or if he's end up getting sold or anything, I think the fans don't care. Because that was. He's a legend, isn't he, for that goal? What a goal. I remember I got to that game, and I'm sure it was. I was in shorts and t shirt. And it was sunny. And see, when I got to Hamden, the weather, the heavens just opened and absolutely drenched me. 
and I was absolutely soaked to the bone. And I was going, weird, you're weird, mm-hmm. I'm sure. We left the Gallagher, sunny, go to Hamden <laughs> and we're walking into the bus to the game and it was absolutely drenched and just remember the heavens opening and soaking in the ground and as you say, did they go one nil up Aberdeen? And then you're going, oh, this has gone extra time and then just that amazing run we are with Rogic and you're probably screaming and put it at a cool school in the bottom corner and they just nipped it in at the front post man and just I think I think every row in the stadium just fell over the tap each other. You know what I mean? Just the feeling. Ah, uh, it's unbelievable just to because we'd only done it twice before that, haven't we, the treble? O'Neill and Seema. Uh, I think that's what we'd done. Um to think. Aye, uh, that was the third time that we won the treble was just we were blessed with it, you know what I mean? It was some achievement to date in our lifetime, you know what I mean? And unbeaten the full season. Even winning a leash. It's a hard feat today, a double. Yeah. But I don't know people, Rangers fans are saying, ah, it's Swords, you had, you should have done it. But look at Swords within the past. It, it's a very, very hard thing today, one, to keep that mentality for the full season, every competition, if you go going for Champions League, friendly pre season. Qualifiers, Champions League, League, League Cup, Scottish Cup. It's probably the best part of 75 games or something, isn't it? Ah, uh, was it was it no? Was it the season after that wasn't it? McGregor played like sixty odd games or something. Uh, that season of the year, it was it was recently anyway. That uh, just shows you the, the mentality of him as well to keep playing. No matter, I guarantee he's probably had wee knocks and injuries during that, and he's he's uh, like, of course he did. You know, it's like in football, fucking you always take kicks and lumps and bumps, and what I mean, but they just. Probably brush it off and keep going, as you say. Probably so such a feel good factor they don't want to about the team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they go, I'll just play for that. You know what I mean? And obviously, just one and three. One, I think uh, it was air or wildest dreams. What happened? It was to see to see that actually live in your in your kind of. Mindset, I actually seen that. It was, I can't even speak about high enough. It was just brilliant. I, I think about it all the time still. And I, I still try and compare that team, maybe, has era to the new. And you've maybe got to hear it pose a bit of slack because it's very hard to win league titles and doubles and trebles. As you say, sorry. As you say, it was just. Absolutely phenomenal, and just to win it, as you say, the way Rogic scored that goal was just, it was as if it was like a happy story end, the end of a book, was just a happy ending, wasn't it? It was just <laughs> magical. It was nice. so fucking, but that season, if you're not a book on that season, and you're in mind, you couldn't have, couldn't have been as good as what mm-hmm. actually happened. If you even dreamed that, you know what I mean? It couldn't have happened. It was just absolutely phenomenal, to be honest with you. As and I it just some of the best memories I've ever played in Celtic. As I said, I went a few of the games, actually, I didn't go to all the games, so, but I did obviously watch them all, I didn't go to them all, because, you know, obviously watching moments, but for mm-hmm. your fans like yourself that have went to the games, seen everything, and that must have been just, it's just amazing, just as a fan, to, to see that, your team going on invincible, that's unbelievable, man. Uh, for everybody, for us Celtic fans, I just feel it was incredible whether you go to the games or no, whether you can get to the games or no. 
just to witness it and be there, you know what I mean, and like see it for your own eyes and I and just after the buzz that everybody had after that, you know what I mean? Everybody you will meet was just happy and joyful. It's been a long time for we really obviously we had enjoyment and all that, but to win a table as you say, it's no mean feat, you know what I mean? It's no just you don't just turn up and win trebles. No, like fucking no. like it's that easy, you know what I mean? Because obviously and you look back at all the kind of highlights of the season and you're you, you, you can just smile. You're like, that's yeah. fucking amazing. I keep, saying know, the word, I keep saying the word unbelievable because I really can't, I can't, uh, I still can't grasp it that we've actually, what we started and then obviously what we actually continued. It was just, oh, it's, it's I'm amazing. Actually, I'm actually gutted that we've lost the Rogers song, we've lost the Sinclair <laughs> song, and we've lost the Armstrong song because they three songs from you were absolutely brilliant. You know what I mean? And, and the team was that, no? Aye, exactly. Aye, so you're losing all these things now, but at the time, the enjoyment and the singing of them was just, aye, it's, as you say, it's fairy tale like It was brilliant, wasn't it? Absolutely yeah. brilliant. See, so obviously, we've spoken about it all, mate. What was your, what was your kind of, your kind of, kind of, your remembrance of Rogers and obviously now he's left, but what was your kind of overriding thoughts about Rogers and obviously the success you had at Parkhead? I thought it was. It, uh, he came in at the right time and done the right things. And I always have great memories of Rogers, as much as it hurt me that he left. But see the end of the day, the name in the, the, name in the front of the shirt, Celtic, is bigger than any name in the back or any manager. Managers will come and go, players will come and go, directors will come and go. I support Glasgow Celtic, more anybody else. Obviously, we have great guys come in, great guys mm-hmm. leave, but Celtic's who I support. And my time with Rogers, in charge was magical, absolutely brilliant, and I I like to thank him for what he actually took to the cup in it. Not right, he left in bad circumstances, but at the end of the day, I've seen better than him leaving. I've seen Henrik Larson leaving, Aye, you know what I mean? Exactly. So Martin and he will probably know better, probably in the same wavelength, but we all leave at one point. At the end of the day, that's Celtic as a four, and it's good to see, obviously. Great managers and great players come in, but they've all got a shelf life, as you say, isn't it? You know what I mean? But I'll always, I'll always have amazing memories of being a manager. Just a bit gutted how it ended. You know what I mean? I would say myself, my opinion, I would echo that, mate. It was just, obviously, I've, I've been brought on my generation where I've really seen a lot of success with Celtic. Um, yep. But the, the years with him was just, as you say, I want to work. Busting to slag like your mates and the argues. It was just brilliant to see you were walking about your daily life just buzzing because you knew that you were playing the Saturday, you were playing Europe, you were. It was magical, man. As you say, to see some of the players at Parkhead, even guys like Sinclair, I mean, not be a big name, but the barely, to see the guys play live, man, it might be guys I mean, we'll see again play Parkhead as good as that in your team. Aye, it's just, it was a magical time, wasn't it? You know what I mean? And I only always have great memories of it because I've seen a lot worse of <laughs> You know what I mean? Shite and things like that. But I was obviously gutted how it ended. But that season will live in my memory for the rest of my life. And I hope my grandkids, I can be able to tell the stories here. You know what I mean? I hope I can pass that down. Or, by the way, in my era, this is, this is what happened. And you're probably going, I write, Randa, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
we can move our shape. But I'm the same as you, mate. It seems, it seems just talk about it and kind of remember that you just smile. It just makes oh, a smile on your face. It's, I, 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 how, if your football team does well, then part of your life does well because you're thinking off. Saturday, one of Saturday, my, my team playing brilliant. And it's just, it was just a mad, obviously, the new were still winning trophies, we're still, still got a very good team, but I, I don't know if I. I hope I do see another team on that before I, I, I snuff it. Because <laughs> um, it was just amazing, man. It's, I know if you'll get the old Rangers fan who might listen to this and go, oh, I want to see what they're saying. And go, oh, this isn't that good. But see, for us fans, that was... I, I, hanging on, it was, it was a hurt that we knew that how they were hurting. It was, it was bad, but it was brilliant to see. Uh, <laughs> Could I forgive him? Probably years down the line. Um, as I said, what he done, no matter what he done is, he can't mm-hmm. take away that he achieved it as what he done it at club. Uh, he goes he goes to two Champions Leagues, you know what I mean? Um he brought the club money in, done everything, got made players better, we made money off players for him. So uh, it's just what can you say the guy was brilliant for what he done it is, you know what I mean? Spot on, mate, Revan. Uh, I agree with what you say, mate, and it's been brilliant to kind of remember everything we and go through it again because there's not a, no a lot of time where you sit doing that sort of chat about stuff like this. You just think about it yourself and to go through it being our Celtic fan is brilliant. It's been brilliant to have you on, Robert, again, mate. Um, and obviously, uh, Monday, uh, if you're tuning in Monday, guys, we've got a wee special came up uh, with Robert and uh, a guest appearance on Monday. Um, so we'll look forward to that. But until then, Robert. I'll see you Monday, big man, and we'll uh, go for there. Uh, we'll see you Monday, guys, for the next episode on the Celtic Now and for our podcast. And I hope you enjoy the episode, guys. Cheers, Robert. Thanks very much, Ryan. Cheers, thank you. Hail, hail, mate. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro. No mask, no metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.